His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You guys should know by now, it's good to be friends with me. <laughs> it's great to be friends with Allie, I tell you. It's amazing. Why? Because I can get my hands on candy that the rest of the world can't get their hands on until April 1st. What? Mm-hmm. What yeah. did she do? I got connections, people. You know, M&M's, they're launching three new flavors, and they want us all to vote about which one will stick around. And so these flavors are apparently going to be available starting April 1st. But I got my hands on them early. Oh, I got those at the house. Yeah, right. Okay, (laughs) so so you guys can try them. What are the flaves? Okay, so we got crunchy espresso. Jim, how do you feel? (laughs) (laughs) You haven't even tasted them yet. Crunchy raspberry. And crunchy mint. Whoa! The lone so, clap is Jim. Uh, to help Rob in his ability to stay healthy, I've given you exactly three M&Ms. That's just it. Yeah. One of each flavor. Don't need them all. Jim gets a few more. Well, and I get the rest. <laughs> she gets the rest. You take, Why are they all different sizes? Bring them home. Uh, so each one is made with dark chocolate wrapped in a colorful shell. Plain rice crisp sits at the center of the crunchy raspberry, oh. which will be the, the red one there. Oh. Can you tell which one's red? Point to one, and I'll tell you if you're I'm right. I'm colorblind, and she's asking me which one <laughs> is red. Point to one you think is red. No, that's brown. Oh, my gosh. Yes, okay, here we go. that's red. All right. Okay, try that one. That's the, the raspberry. Right. Raspberry we are going to try. Mm-hmm. It tastes like raspberry. Mmm. Mmm. Wow. Okay. Now that we sound like cows. Cleanse your palate. (laughs) (laughs) Next, what are we doing? Point to the green one. Which one do you think is green? There's two greens. No, that's brown. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Evidently, brown looks like every color. You had a 50 50 chance. Light green or dark green? Well, you both, either. Why is this? Crunchy mint. This one has cocoa rice krispies. Mmm, I like this one. It's a cereal. Hmm? Okay. Mm. Now, which one's next? Your last one. Oh, Oh, I dropped it. (laughs) Oh, no. Jim's favorite crunchy espresso. Oh, nice. So, what you have to do is you have to upload your. Take a selfie with your favorite one to vote. You like it? It tastes kind of weird. This is espresso, dude. Okay, so which one? Allie? Mm, I like the mint. Jim? Raspberry. I dropped the espresso, so I don't know. <laughs> so if you want to vote, I just you can just go to the M&M website. Mm-hmm. Rob, Allison, and Jim. If you don't have one of those Apple TVs, you just might get one. And I'm not talking any ordinary Apple TV. I'm talking the Apple TV 4K. Dude, that's rocking awesome. Ooh. Allison's like, yeah, right, whatever. Well, I was thinking, is it like the little box It's thing? the little box, but the quality of the picture will blow your mind. Oh, yeah. Cool. That's how cool this is. Yeah, and the new iPhone. Yeah, you've seen those new iPhones, right? And a MacBook Pro. We call it the Mac Pack. And because you believe in the ministry of his radio, if you choose to help out with Friendraiser with a gift now at hisradio.com, you'll automatically be registered to win the Mac Pack because we're going to give that away on the first day of our fundraiser, which is April 9th, and we're raising the support for this listener-supported radio station on that day as well. At the end of that day, because you're giving now, we could pull your, your name out of the hat for the Mac Pack. Can I have it? 
Jim, you have to quit and be gone for at least 10 years before you can win anything. 10 years? Yeah. <laughs> Rob, Allison, and Jim. When little Alicia was five, she wanted to give her grandma a gift, but five-year-olds don't have a lot of disposable income. So Alicia went outside into the snow and made her grandma the most beautiful snowball you've ever seen. She put it in a Ziploc bag and presented it with pride to her grandma May. What do you think grandma May did with that snowball? She threw it at her. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jim. Oh. She put it in her freezer. That was 11 years ago, and that snowball is still in her freezer to this day. Knowing that they think about you enough to bring you something, it doesn't matter what it is. I was like, are you kidding me? So we got up to the freezer and went to go look for it, and sure enough, it was there. That's Alicia, who's now, uh, well, how old would she be? She was five. She, 46. 16. 40, 16. <laughs> 45? Jim. But it meant so much to Alicia to know that her grandma had it in her freezer all these years later. And it reminded me, I, I visited the uh, JFK Presidential Library in Boston last summer, and there is a huge display of gifts from dignitaries and leaders all over the world that gave, gave uh, President Kennedy gifts. And there are a pair of chestnuts that his daughter Caroline and son John Jr. found on the White House grounds and gave to their father. No. And there's oh, a cool. little plaque like explaining it. That's nice. And how those gifts meant so much to him. You know, some people might say that's worthless. A snowball or what Allison was just talking about with JFK, that's worthless stuff, but to like a grandma, that's priceless. Mm -hmm. So here's what we're wondering this morning at 800-447-7234. What worthless gift is priceless to you? More than just pretty voices. The worthless gift that you may have been given at one time, but hey, listen, it is priceless to you. The number is 800-447-7234, and the call and texts are coming in. Yeah, Jay said, a homemade tie that my daughter gave me more than 20 years ago for Father's Day. I wore it on Father's Day last year. It was a hit with everybody. Oh, uh, Courtney's at a cap for a bottle of chocolate milk. I was going through one of the worst seasons of my life, and my fiancé, my boyfriend at the time, wrote, I love you on the top and gave it to me with some candy. It meant so much on a rough day. I saved the cap. That was a year ago. I still have it. Never will let go of that cap, no. will she? Okay, here's Abigail. Abigail, what's your story? A few weeks ago, actually, my six-year-old decided to against my advice, play ball in the kitchen. <laughs> and, you know, bouncy balls bounce everywhere. So I told her to go in the hallway, shut all the doors, and play in there, and it would bounce off. And it's kind of funny because every now and then it would actually hit her. But, you know, that's another story. Oh, yeah. And she was in the kitchen, and the second time I said, do not play with that in here, she threw it and hit a plate that I had monogrammed, you know, as decor in the kitchen. And I was like, oh, you know, I wanted to spank her, but then I just didn't because she, she welled up like she crying and just crying and I was like just go to your room whatever just go to your room I don't want to handle it I was stressed out she comes back in a couple hours later and she has a picture that she has drew of this plate to replace the plate I took it and I accepted it and I told her I forgave her and I framed the picture that she drew and put it in the cake plate where the original plate was that is so cool to some people it means nothing but to me it is everything mornings with
with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We'd love to hear from you with a call or text. Cynthia says, years ago when my husband and I were first married, he forgot to get me a card on Valentine's Day. He quickly ran into the other room. A few minutes later, he returned with a homemade card. He can't draw, so he had made stick figures and a sweet and funny card. I loved it so much that he continues the tradition for all special occasions. We've been married 25 years, and the worthless cards are priceless to me. That's beautiful. Uh, Melissa says my grandchildren pick flowers for me. I can't bear to part with them. I put them in a flower press and save them all. Sandra is along with us. What's your story, Sandra? My mother brought me some little purple butter beans once when she went away on a trip. I told her to bring me something back. reason behind it is I had told her how when I was a little girl and I would go out in the garden with my great-grandmother and help her pick butter beans, I really liked the purple ones, so I would steal them, which if I had asked my grandmother, she would have let me have them, but I thought they were so pretty because they were purple, and I would steal them and put them in my pocket. And I told my mom that when she went away on a trip one time, she came back and brought me like three or four little purple butter beans and I still have them. That is so cool. I Mm. love that. And the memory of you have of your mom and your grandma. They are pretty. I've never thought of purple butter beans as being pretty. No, I'm hungry though. (laughs) That's what I collect, purple butter beans. I have a little collection. Okay, bring them in. Mm -hmm. Share. I never bring them in. Rob, Allison, and Jim. It might seem kind of worthless to some people, but because it was given to you by somebody special, this thing is priceless to you. That's our conversation this morning at 800-447-7234. Beverly has something that's not worthless. She has a Ziploc bag full of leaves and weeds (laughs) that her granddaughter has picked for. That's cool. Yeah, it's good to have those. (laughs) Anne has been a nurse for 14 years, and she has beautiful drawings from the children that she's taken care of over the years. She says some of these children have already gone home to be with God. Mm. I keep their drawings in a folder. They remind me of the gift it is to be a nurse and the gift of being loved and cared for by a child. Wow, Anne, that's powerful. We'd love to hear from you at 800-447-7234. Paula is here. What is your story, Paula? This past summer... My son uh, was out in the woods with my husband setting up their deer hunting club and that sort of thing. And my son brought me home a really huge pine cone. I mean, this thing is the size of a basketball almost. (laughs) It's a huge pine cone. And um, in January, my son passed away. So now I have this really huge pine cone that I will never get rid of. I am so sorry. My heart just sank when you said that. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of crazy how we're given things that we really don't think will mean anything, and then one day they're everything to us. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's hard, but I'm doing good. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I know that's difficult, but it means so much. Yes, it does. Paula, we're, we're thinking about you today and your family, and I want to dedicate this one song to you and your son, because I think right now... He's dancing with the angels. We love you, Paula. Memories surround me. The sadness is from me. I'd do anything for more time. More than just pretty voices. Here's this grandma whose little five-year-old granddaughter gave her a Ziploc bag full of snow. 
Grandma put it in the fridge. 11 years later, it's still there. Freezer, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the fridge. It'd be a little puddle of water <laughs> in, the, in the freezer. So we're thinking about those things that some people might think, oh, that's just kind of worthless. But to you, it is priceless. What was that? 800-447-7234. Hannah says, my younger brother gave me a Lego man when I left for college because it looked like him. No. So I, so I can take him everywhere with me. But uh, I keep it in my car to always keep my younger brother in mind. It's so special to me. That's nice. That is sweet. I love when siblings get along. Angie says, I have a smooth, shiny rock the size of a large baked potato given by my husband about 10 years ago. He's in construction, and he found it on the job. Every time I see it, it reminds me that he thinks of me even during his busy day at work. We've been married 30 years this coming June. That's beautiful. Here's Jana. What's your story, Jana? Well, I'm a brand new grandmother um my grandbaby i think today is four months old and last night her mother facetimed me so that i could sing her to sleep that is priceless far away do they live uh they live about two hours away so i get to see her about every two or three weeks his morning crew i am so grateful that when it comes to the bible and life in christ it's not complicated, although we tend to make it that. Isn't that so true? Mm-hmm. We just tend to make it so complicated. And then I read how simple it is in our encouraging word this morning from the scripture in John 14, verse 6. And this is what the Bible says. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. That's what Jesus said. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Simply put in John 14 and verse 6, you can share our encouraging word to somebody today. Go to our Facebook page or Instagram, even hisradio.com, and encourage somebody else today with the hashtag encouraging word. His morning crew. I'd like to talk about farms. Is that okay? Our producer, Jim Mann, loves the farm. I love the farm. That's why he's a producer. He loves farms. I almost grew up on a farm. Almost? <laughs> he milks cows. Instead, you grew up in a metropolis. Yeah, yeah. It was close enough. You should see him herd the sheep. Mm, but Derek Klingenberg is a farmer in Kansas, and he's kind of a wild and crazy guy. He got all these ideas. He calls himself a, like a cow artist. <laughs> so, uh... He came with this idea because he gets these these imageries from satellites on the uh, farmer's edge. That's what his farmers do. And because these satellites, 200 of them go around, they're called dubs. These little satellites. What do they do? They they send back imagery of farmland, you know, hmm. just so you can see it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> probably I'm take sure a look there's at the a greater s- purpose. Yeah, soil and stuff like that. Well, there is, but we're not going to yeah. get into that right now, okay? Okay. Well, this is about cows. He mentioned it, didn't he? Yeah, but you're asking questions and I'm pushing you off. So, yes, that's normal. He thought, well, hey, I'm going to do something. I'm going to send a message. I'm going to put my cows in the shape of the letter H I. Hi. Huh? And so hey. he, he's going to see if he can do that. So, of course, he's got to figure out when the satellites come over because he's a smart guy. So he thought, hey, I need a sundial. So it has an 86 foot grain elevator on there. And so he noticed that the shadows on the cows are like the same every day, same angle. So it must come over the same time every day. Mm-hmm. And so he used his uh, grain elevator as a sundial. So he figured out, okay, every time I see that, it's like the shadow is that long. So he figures out where that is at what time of day. It turns out it was like 10.30 in the morning. Brilliant guy, huh? 
Are you, are you following me, anybody? I am. This is okay. brilliant. Yeah, Fascinating. <laughs> Sundials. Because you had to know when to do this because the, the, the cows are not going to sit in that formation all day long waiting. So no. he went out there and, he, of course, he just kind of fed. They're always on the move. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> i got to hurry up because she's going to be doing this the whole time. So he went out there and he got the cows in the form of a giant. Of course, he did with food. You know, they're not going to just sit there and stand there like this, sir. It's kind of cheesy. Oh, no. Okay. i got to hurry up again. So he did that. And uh, to his surprise, it actually worked. Yeah. No way. It worked. Holy cow. There it is Holy right cow. there. Just wow. for you, Starman. Hi from me and my cows. Okay. The imagery so came back, and there was high. His cows in the form of high. Nice. He says he was like five minutes early because the cows started wandering off. But uh, isn't that great? I'm going to do that with my herd of poodles. See if I can do that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking if you could do that with the cats. <laughs> no, they will never stay it's still. It's hard for them yeah. to stay still, huh? Mm-hmm. Mornings with his morning crew. Love to hear from you this morning at 800-447-7234. We're hearing from Debbie. What's up there, Debbie? How can we help? Well, I uh, traded in my car, and I was wondering if I could get a new his radio window sticker. Oh, absolutely. We want to get one of those on your car. Your car's not complete without a his radio sticker on the uh, back of the car. That is so true. Have you ever had one professionally installed before? No. Jim might be able to tell you how to professionally install one of these window decals. Jim, can you help? Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, she can actually give me the car for the weekend, and I can do it then. <laughs> is that not an option? I don't think so. Uh, I have to work. Well, then you'll just have to peel the back off and stick it on there yourself. Well, I think I can handle that. Okay. <laughs> I think you can, too. Okay, we'll make sure we get one right to you, Debbie. Um, Allison has one on the back of her car. How did you install yours? It was very laborious. Mm-hmm. I peeled it off and stuck it on. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. I know. I didn't think you had those skills. <laughs> I didn't either. That's incredible. I need to try that. Just peel it off uh-huh. and stick it on. Mm-hmm. Was there any washing? Or is your, your car is always immaculate anyway. You should yeah. see her car. Mm-hmm. It's always shiny. You could literally do your hair and makeup on the side of her car. It's so shiny and, and, and clean. Would you want to do that? Put my makeup on <laughs> looking at the side of your car? No, no. Okay. I let the professional people <laughs> do that. More than just pretty voices. This 5 and 10K over the weekend in London, there was Waldo. You know where there, where's Waldo? The whole oh, thing? I love where's Waldo. I can't find him. It wasn't just one Waldo. It was thousands of Waldos. Everybody who ran in this 5K and 10K race was dressed just like Waldo. It's for the National Literacy Trust. They have this fun run that happens every time this year. Uh, and it's for their charity because they're promoting literacy in the country of England. So despite the cold temperatures, it was so unusual for it to be cold at this time. They all said, we had a great time. And here is one of the Waldos to tell you about his experience. It's kind of surreal. Uh, it's really uh, it's difficult to find your friends if you lose them. Literacy has such a big impact on, on uh, people's lives. Um, the, the amount uh, it impacts, um, especially like poorer communities, if, uh, to get up the, the ladder with the inequality so right at the moment. I think, it's, I think it's a really good charity. I think it's a really good cause. They had fun. They ran. They were all Waldo. You couldn't find your friends, as he said, and they raised $60,000. <laughs> That's so fun. I love it. Did they ever find Waldo? Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. 
Are you chasing empty glory or are you emptying yourself out for the real glory of Jesus? Good morning. I'm Allison along with Rob and Jim. We're his morning crew on his radio. Michelle and Bob, these guys are in love. They meet at the same place every week to eat dinner together. It's on a sidewalk at the pop-up kitchen and the pop-up kitchen exists to help the homeless and feed them. Michelle and Bob, they're both homeless. They live in Tent City uh, and um, they just got married. Isn't that cool? And the ceremony was at the pop-up kitchen right on the sidewalk and K5 News was there and witnessed the I do's. I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. The best day of my life. Isn't that nice? That's what every groom should say. <laughs> That's right. The bestest I, day of my life. I said that, and I know Jim said it was the bestest day of his life. I did say that. I thought that was my quote there. But it wasn't. They cut the cake. Somebody made them a cake. Brought it out there. They toasted the sparkling apple cider. Now they're both in a job uh, training program, and hopefully really soon they'll be in housing because they're looking for it right now as they're getting a leg up right now, which is so cool that the community's helping them like that. They don't have much, but they have each other. That's right. And that's all you need, right? His morning crew. Our friend Mo texted an interesting question. Really? It's a personal question for one of the members on his morning crew. It's a question I don't think we can ignore. If someone has a burning question about me or Rob or Jim, I think it's important that we answer those questions with truth and honesty. Sorry, I almost made it. This one is about Jim. What? Mo wants to know, how old is Jim Man? Oh, how old is Jim? (laughs) What do you think made him ask? I don't know. 30. (laughs) Maybe he wondered why someone of your age has yet to retire. Or because you guys are always talking about how old I am. Never. No. Why would we do that? (laughs) You're not? Not yet. <laughs> no. Although his mom and dad are in their 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, my dad. Mm-hmm. 96, so I can't be 97. So what is the reveal, Jim? <laughs> How old is Jim, man? 40. No. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mentally I'm 40. Well, I asked Mo to guess, which I knew is a little dangerous, but I was just curious. And you'll be happy to know that Mo guessed... 58. Oh, wow. I can't wait till I'm 58. you feel better? <laughs> Why? What are you saying? I'm older than 58? He is. Folks, Jim Man is actually 60. And getting older. Wow. <laughs> yes, that, ladies and gentlemen, is our question and answer time. How old is Jim Man? <laughs> that's, that's 60 years old. Let's move on to another old. question. <laughs> 